Welcome to the Govern This Podcast. This is a political podcast for non-political people, where we ask the simple and ignorant questions about our country and government and get them answered. In this episode, I'm joined with Andrew Vaness from Action for Canada. Hope you enjoy. anything yet. Okay, welcome Andrew Vaness to the Govern This Podcast. Hey, good to be here. I ran into you at one of the rallies here in Victoria and mm-hmm. um, I try, I'm trying to get people of all the organizations on now that are doing something because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of crazy times. It's what do, you, what do you think about the times right now? It's definitely intensifying, you know, like, uh, what is it, a year, year and a half ago, you know, who would have, who would have seen this coming? There was a few, oh. a few people shouting from the rooftops, but most people said, ah, you know what you're talking about. And now it's here and most people are like, ah, oh, well, you know, I can't believe yeah. that most people just, uh, well, the, a lot of people don't care. Well, I don't know if they don't care. They just, I don't know what it is. They I feel powerless. That's probably it. Maybe, but I, I feel like some just don't know like like they're just blind like they're still in that watch the news i get the little updates from the government and that must be it i trust them so boom boom like i'll watch netflix now or my favorite show and then and then you can't have conversations with them either mm-hmm. and, and very they won't, difficult they won't take the time to research so okay so andrew vaness uh who are you? What organization are you with that I ran over to you and gave you my card for? So I'm with Action for Canada. I'm actually on the social media team. Oh, okay. And uh, so we've been trying to post to all social media outlets, uh, just spread the word. Get We were originally getting more fundraising donation, donations for our um, to file our statement of claim against the Canadian government, the CBC, the British Columbian government. Okay, well, and, hold uh, on that one. Sure. <laughs> So first of all, let's just go, what is Action for Canada? Who is Action for Canada and why do they exist? So we're a grassroots movement. What does that mean? So uh, the everyday person, you know, people in communities kind of like looking around and saying, you know, we got we to gotta do something. So you weren't like this big think tank from the government or some big corporation? No, no, That's... we don't. You know, we're not, we're not paid. We're all volunteers as far as I know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Like I'm not just, getting paid. Um, just and also through the the Christian community, there's a lot of uh, Christians in Action for Canada, not exclusively, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of people that started noticing. Uh, some were earlier than than recently, but some people started noticing. You know, they were closing churches, but Walmart was open. You know, mm-hmm. they were trying to prevent you know religious get-togethers, and uh, it's people people started holding them outside at the legislature, you know, mm-hmm. having outdoor gatherings, which you weren't even supposed to have, I think, over 50 people for those. Right. So there was a lot of Christians that came out and said, well, we can't even do, like, practice our religion. And there's probably other religions, too, that, that uh, religious people that saw that, but just didn't say anything and flew under the radar. There was a lot of that. I heard Horgan say once when it came to uh, that sort of thing that it wasn't, the difference was the economy. Yeah, <laughs> that was his answer. Why? Why religious people economy. couldn't have? It was like, well, stores and businesses—that's money. Religious people—that's 
you know, mm-hmm. fanciful. <laughs> yeah, and I actually I actually got into it from uh, from meeting someone at a legislature protest. Someone live streaming the event started chatting, and I noticed he was a guy that had a a video of him on the BC ferries without a mask running around. He was being yelled at by staff. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I chatted with him, and then all of a sudden I get uh, into this into this organization, and it's kind of was the early phases of it, recruiting more and more people, and just um, starting to create content and media for people to see that informs them and uh, things like uh, notices of liability. If people don't want to get, you know, the vaccine for their workplace or school university. What's a notice of liability? So that's uh, like a five page document that you can fill out and give to your employer that uh, basically says, you know, if you fire me for demanding that I get this, this shot that I don't need or want that goes against, you know, it violates my basic human rights and uh, you're you're liable now for any financial damage I suffer, any health damage. Like it, it makes them liable for all these damages. And most people see that they back away. They don't require you to get the shot anymore, and they hmm. just they just go silent. But it has worked for some universities where students have submitted that, and uh, they're suddenly exempt from getting vaccinated for the whole hmm. school year. Wow, I didn't know that that was a thing. That's something definitely to share with people yeah and workplaces as well and we're just trying to spread the word we're not the only organization that has these notices uh, drawn up legally but uh yeah it's a start you know okay okay so before we get too deep into that stuff so action for canada is a grassroots movement grassroots movement yeah that uh is looking to bring back uh faith family and freedom in canada you know we're starting to lose uh well with the lockdowns we lost all of it you know Mm -hmm. and uh families are under attack Faith is under attack if they're closing churches, right? And uh, freedom, right? It's like uh, suddenly feels like maybe we never were in a free country or it's uh, getting a lot worse, you know, quickly. Right. So, how long has Action for Canada been around? Uh, Oh, good question. I think so. Tanya Gaw started about six years ago. She started recording what was going on because she didn't trust what was going on in politics with our country. And so very early on, she started recording, researching, not like nonstop for six years until now. And uh, really? so it's 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 about yeah, just that six years old. And I've been growing ever since. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool that we managed to fundraise the uh, the legal battle, and uh, that's been submitted. Right, right. That's going to be. I, I want to talk about okay. about that for sure because that's. That's part of the how I found out about Action for Canada was mm-hmm. the legal battle. But we'll come back to that. Um, how long have you been involved? You said you just ran into him at some kind of rally or something or? Yeah. So I've been involved just under a year, you know, in the, in the early days of rallies, there was, uh, you know, all kinds of turnouts. A lot of times it wasn't a lot of people. It wasn't great weather. Um, but so, you know, it was kind of there before it was cool. And, uh, it started to bump into a lot of people and, you know, I was on and off a bit, but, uh, yeah, like seeing it grow, you start to see familiar faces of people mm-hmm. that really do care and right. that they want to help. And uh, now you're seeing all kinds of people come out of the woodwork, people that are starting to, you know, have their jobs threatened and mm-hmm. school and all that stuff. So, yeah, I would say uh, I've been, you know, pro-freedom and kind of in rallies and protests for about a year and uh, with the organization, you know, about eight months, six, eight okay. months. And you said you're part of the social media team? Yeah, so we're on all, all forms of social media, just spreading um, the current posts and uh, uh, developments with uh, the campaign. And, mm-hmm. you know. 
advertising for fundraising and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Um, I was sitting at one of the rallies one day and I was like, this is the same place, same time, same people, probably the same people go driving by because it's Mm -hmm. kind of an obscure location. Well, not obscure location, but where the legislature is in Victoria, it's, you have to go there to go there, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It's It's kind of out of the way. Yeah. It's out of the way. Exactly. So I was thinking how, how is this being effective? You know, and I was wondering about nowadays with protesting, like what's, is this the way to do it? But, but you have to do that, but maybe social media, but then you, do you guys get canceled all the time? Yeah. There's yes. a censorship factor, right? So yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like some of the rallies do seem a little stale because it's the same place, same time. It's usually on a weekend, you know, sometimes yeah. they would do Wednesdays or pot little pop-up rallies, but yeah, a lot of the same crowd too, but yeah, recently we had our website taken down for about two or three days really? uh, with our provider saying we um, violated some terms of use. And uh, Tanya herself actually had to write a letter with her lawyer threatening legal action against the you know service provider. Jesus. And then all of a sudden it was back up. So it was almost like it was a top-down thing. Initially, I wasn't sure if it was, uh, you know, tons of traffic, you know, and it crashed or something. Yeah. But uh, no, it kind of seems like a top-down thing to kind of try to choke the life out of the movement, so to speak. But, right. uh, you know, she's been fighting for six years. She's not going to stop now. <laughs> right? yeah, she's it's like, like yeah. th- there's a little bump in the road where we see it as like a brick wall. She's like, no, it's a speed bump. It's fine. We'll deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that's the kind of crazy thing is like, you hear about Facebook, you hear about YouTube um, and you hear about Twitter and, and like what you can say, what you can't say. Yet the, other side can say whatever the hell they want oh yeah (laughs) yeah it is an attack against kind of one side and one side only right yeah or kind of anyone against the official narrative but as far as other censorship um any post from rfk you know children health defense i don't know if you heard of them no no uh yeah robert Robert f kennedy uh jr's site uh posts from that get flagged immediately and you get warnings on social media like strike one you know do, wow. that, do that two more times and you're out of here. So they really do not like what he's doing because he's actually been winning some battles and uh, really spreading the word and, and you know, against even uh, 5G cell phone towers because they haven't mm-hmm. been tested. So he's mm-hmm. fighting and fighting. And uh, yeah, that's one of the posts I made that got taken down immediately. Wow. Yeah. And so you start to notice what you're allowed to say and what you're not and start to be careful with your wording, which is ridiculous because... What happened to freedom of speech? Did we ever have it? You know, yeah. now people can't actually spell out the full word vaccine or your post gets flagged and probably taken down. Yeah. It's even even speaking, right? With the algorithms they have, yeah. people start to use code words. Yeah, I'll probably have a bunch of stuff because my phone's on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a... it, it is pretty wild. Like, uh, and, and it's funny because if you just think about how a debate goes, it's like if they think they're right and they're right and they have backing and defense then what do they care what anyone else says? It's like, yeah. well, say what you want and then we'll debate you and then that's it. But when you're silencing people, then it's like, well, what are you hiding? And mm-hmm. well, we know what that can of worms is. Yeah, it should be <laughs> at the very least, we should all be suspicious. Um, but the thing is, you know, if if they had already won and did everything they wanted to do, they wouldn't need to censor us. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Nice, nice. I like that. That's That's kind of hopeful. Yeah, I was pretty bummed out after the election. I got to say the next day I was like, now what? 
<laughs> you know, I, I kind of just wasn't surprised. I kind of checked a, a brief little live stream. I didn't watch it. And then I checked the results. But, you know, are we, are we really surprised? Especially because I don't know what your opinions are about, um, you know, the last U.S. election where Biden beat Trump, you know, mm. over, overnight with the spike in blue votes, right? Right. Um, you know, if, if you know, I'm not saying for sure, but if, you know, that was, uh, that election was non-legit, modified, or something went on, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's to say if it can happen in the United States, it can't happen in Canada? That's a good point. Yeah, and and plus, you know, you have this mass media machine um, just spoon feeding people the information they want them to digest, mm-hmm. and most people are just like uh, taking it and taking it at face value, and really, that's the, the last thing you should be doing. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what to think about the legitimacy of it, um, but the point is, yeah, you know, nothing's really changed. We're still kind of in this mess and right. was anyone going to save us you know any of the other parties <laughs> no you know, it's, it's i suppose a, not it's just, a tough one right just at least if you can have change you can yell at someone else true yeah at time but with their their stance on uh stuff like the vaccine oh yeah they were all essentially almost all the same except for maxine bernie of the ppc yeah. who was censored i actually met him when he came to victoria oh yeah and yeah he's been censored and kept held down from uh from day one, right? He got arrested in Manitoba. Like, they're really pulling out all the stops to uh, try to keep people from seeing him on a screen mm-hmm. or hearing his voice. It's it's crazy. It's pretty wild. Um, and that's one of the things I want to, like, address is I was talking with someone the other day and they were like, oh, well, anything that you're hearing, you know, it's, it's just that's fringe stuff. I'm like, well, if it's not mainstream, it's fringe. And that means it's not reliable um how do you guys focus or or deal with that kind of a a label you know which which is kind of funny now because like with the christian base and stuff with it um people they'll either call you fringe and tin hat or christian well you're wacko nowadays right Mm -hmm. it's funny how christians turned into that but (laughs) yeah um but but what's what's the kind of response to that oh being labeled a certain way well like you said you know because we're grassroots we have you know the media we do create is kind of obviously original and a mm-hmm. lot of it is um you know we repost some stuff but you can tell it's not uh corporate controlled you know like uh, nice and flashy with cool sound bites and you know really quick and easy to get uh, the gist of what's going on right um yeah <laughs> How do we respond to that? You know, people think we're wackos. You know, there's a lot of us and more and more people are, are joining us, giving yeah. us money. I have people running up to me and just saying, like, take my money. I don't even have a donation box. <laughs> and they're like, just please take this. You know, I support what you're doing. Yeah. And as you see everyday people like that, that they've got hope and they're so happy someone's fighting this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I tend to believe I'm not crazy and uh, neither yeah. of the people in the organization, right? It's... Uh, it's just an interesting thing where a lot of people aren't um, probably don't have their priorities straight, um, but yeah, just a lot not a, not a lot of people paying attention to politics and what's really going on. Right, they can't see kind of behind the curtain what the the actual game plan is for right. what's going on. Hmm. So I, I guess I, I try to remain positive and yeah, keep keep pushing forward. Right? <laughs> keep going. It's I I don't know, I find it hard to like to to get people to do any research or whatever when when they see 
like like I, I sent I, I shared a video with a, with a friend the other day, and he was like sent me a link back, and he's like, oh well, you know that that website is seen as sharing misinformation. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, so already had a preconceived notion, right? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what else to do for you. Like, if you're not gonna try and be open, like, it's I, that's my biggest problem is fighting the yeah the desire to actually learn something different you know um yeah and the open you know the lack of a lot of open-mindedness these days yeah people just won't consider something they'll just take a glance and be like nope don't have time for that yeah you're and, you're the bad person that's ruining our lives right now yeah and people are missing out on a lot of original thought when they do that mm-hmm. they're just not having any you know yeah that's a good, very good point very good point so what, what was your background let's jump back for a sec what's your background Okay, so I'm an electrician from Calgary. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I did that for about eight years and um, started to get into some international work and like tourism for some fun. Okay. and uh, But then with some, you know, economic downturns, Calgary's boom and bust, right? Things Mm -hmm. got slow, suddenly decided to move to Vancouver, back to electrical, and... um, Kind of just saw like how bigger cities, you know, life is just changing. And I uh, didn't really like it. Like I came, I grew up in a farm in Saskatchewan. Okay. So wildly different than, you know, Metro Vancouver. Yeah. So I was there for a while and then my family eventually all moved out uh, to the island here. Okay. Victoria. And uh, yeah, eventually I, I moved out as well. Ah. So yeah, I, I worked in construction, um, tourism, um now I'm kind of in construction restoration, but I'm now, now I'm got an office gig. So I've kind of been all over, done a lot of things. You've got an office gig now. Yeah. In yeah. construction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I traveled a lot. You know, I've been to 40 countries. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That was my main hobby for a while. And it's kind of good I got it on my system because I can't go anywhere anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I've seen a lot of stuff and uh, yeah, this is where I'm at. You know, um, I wasn't always like this. <laughs> I didn't always have these opinions. I was actually like a lot of people where I just didn't... Uh, didn't understand or care what was really going on. Yeah. But when something so disruptive like this uh, comes into my life, and you'd think everyone else's life, it would really make you stop and think, you know, what's mm-hmm. really going on here? Why all of a sudden can I not go to the gym yeah. without uh, papers, right? <laughs> without mm-hmm. a Vax Pass. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's why I kind of woke up uh, when the lockdowns were going on in Florida. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was working over there. And, uh, You're working in Florida? Yeah, I used to work on boats. Oh. On yachts, yeah, for some fun. And it turns out it wasn't that fun. <laughs> and uh, then I was getting chased away by uh, police quads on the beach, you know, like you weren't allowed to sit on the beach. and uh, Really? But cause... yeah, then everyone thought Florida was a paradise, but no, for a while it was um, it was under some heavy lockdowns. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So. That's wild. And now you're doing social media. That's not what I expected your background to be. Yeah, no, and it's been bumpy. You know, I'm not, I'm feeling my age, right? It's clunky now, right? I was trying to do TikTok stuff. Good luck with that. Man. No way. Well, maybe, but uh, yeah, it's quite the switch. Didn't, yeah. didn't see myself being here. I'm just trying to help out in any way I can. And that's where they need it kind of right now? Yeah, or? that's yeah. where they need it most, you know. So you dived into it, not because you knew, but because it was a need. Yeah, it's a need. And, you know, it's a great way to get the information out to people yeah. in, in any way, shape or form, really right. digitally, because you, you can only run around on foot so much and talk to so many people in person, especially mm-hmm. with the mask thing and people being a bit cagey, staying away from each other. So, yeah, why not try to have as much reach as possible while we have it? 
Well, and I find that that's the thing too. It's like if if I try to talk to somebody, I can take bits and pieces out of things I've heard and really mess them up <laughs> when I try to explain it. But I'm like, you know what? Just check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Go mm-hmm. to that. But if they don't take the time, then I can't do anything about it. But it is, I find like that like that's where we can get the message is sharing the people that really know what they're talking about with those people, like with other people. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a doctor, but I've listened to doctors. You know, I'm not a politician, but I listened to that. I don't know if you listened to that one with uh, the last surviving architect of the Charter of Rights of Freedoms. Oh, yeah. It was, it was amazing. And he ain't happy. <laughs> oh, no kidding, right? Just <laughs> Yeah, he's not happy. Um, okay, well, that's, that's cool. So let's, Action for Canada, what are the things that they do? Other than social media. Yeah, so spreading the word, right? Um we were pushing back against these uh, these mandates and lockdowns that you know prevent you from showing your face, prevent you from gathering. Um, we believe this is a, a direct attack on democratic countries, mm-hmm. and uh, it goes way beyond just getting a shot or wearing a mask for a while, right? It's uh, it's it's not going to stop unless we you know stand firm and stand against it. So we're all about trying to get people together, like minded people, spread the word basically convert more people not to mm-hmm. not to our religion but right to, to wake people up to see what's going on and right. to see that it's not really going to stop unless enough of us stand firm and push against it so that's what we're trying to do we're trying to um rally everyone together to help us fight this and whether you know you can contribute uh, financially or contribute to, on social media be a volunteer you know mm-hmm. like hand out cards leaflets anything um, just try to talk to your neighbors, you know, talk to your, uh, go to your school, talk to your teachers, talk to the school board, you know, talk to your, you know, your boss, your workplace, people need to start going to other businesses and stuff like that and say, you know, we do not stand for discrimination mm-hmm. and you shouldn't either. And, you know, what your, what their businesses are trying to do now, <clears throat> not trying to do, but what are being kind of um, pushed to do, right? Is uh, some businesses, I don't know if anyone knows here in uh, Victoria, BC or British Columbia specifically, um, businesses for, you know, gyms, restaurants that uh, serve alcohol or have wait, uh, service to your table. Yeah. Um, there's a few other places, but a lot of businesses now require that uh, people show their proof of vaccination along with their, you know, ID to get service in those places. And if you you know, can't or don't, you're not going to get service. So that is complete a complete violation of our basic human rights. It's health discrimination, and it's just plain wrong. And a lot of people saw this coming, you know, with the mask thing. You know, you play along, wear the mask that, um, you know, a lot of doctors have said is basically not effective at all. Right. And uh, Even Bonnie Henry said that at one point. Yeah, and people walking around with their heads down, you know, not even talking to each other. And uh, that creates a very submissive uh, culture. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're saying, oh, you know, well, if you get your vaccines, we can get back to normal. And that was a lie because they're out now. 70% of people have them or more now, uh, allegedly. And uh, they're still not letting up, letting off on this pressure. And it sounds like, you know, Trudeau has bought vaccines until 2025 and he's going to start, you know, boostering everybody. Yeah. Until then, you know, I, I think Rocco Galati, our lawyer, even said they're... Uh, it kind of looks like you're going to be required to take a booster shot every three months. So like every quarter of the year, 
um, or your Vax Pass will expire. And so, oh, all of a sudden you can't, you know, go to your favorite restaurant and sit down and eat or go to your gym. You know, you need to stay up up with your shots. So it's like, it's going to be a revolt, like in and out of these clinics again and again and again. And uh, a lot of people can't even name one ingredient in the vaccine. So, so, uh, I got a little off, off, off course there, but, uh, yeah. So we uh, really want people to stand with us and stand firm. And if that, you know, talk to your friends, your neighbors, try to like get people to at least see that we need freedom of choice. And that if we just play along with what the government asks us to do, which is, it's illegal. What the government is trying to mandate is illegal. Mm -hmm. If we play along with that, it's things are just going to progressively get worse. Right. Right. So do you guys, are, are you one of the, the organizations that plans rallies? Um, we attend them. I wouldn't say we're so much an organizer. Um, okay. There's kind of local organizers everywhere, and there's actually a lot of people that come together to make things happen. Okay, so is, is it more like a website for resources? Yes, so there's a lot okay. of legal documents you can get. You can see what's being done. You can... Uh, yeah, link up for with other people, other communities. Um, yeah, really good resource on the website. And mm-hmm. actually, when we were down, Vaccine Choice Canada, right, is yeah. another great organization, and uh, they they have a lot of information there too, and linked to our stuff as well. Right. So yeah, they've they've been great, and they helped uh, us fundraise for our, our lawsuit there. That's I think the most encouraging thing to me. Like it's 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 nice to go to the rallies and see people there and be like, okay, I'm not alone. There's actual other people, mm-hmm. but. But when you hear about all the organizations popping up, you're like, okay, there's like, those are like professionals. <laughs> They're not like fringe wackos that want to like scream and yell for us, anything, right? Mm-hmm. I, I read an article about, this totally is wacky segue, but <laughs> about Australia. Someone mentioned, you know what's going on in Australia? And I was like, kind of. So I just looked last night and I read, I think, two or three articles and it was about the construction workers. They were, they're all mandated to get the vaccine now. And they shut down all the construction sites for like two weeks. And when they reopen it, people who want to work have to have the vaccine. So then the construction workers just said, screw it, you know, like, and there's a big protest. But the media said that half of them were like, like white i can't remember what organizations but it wasn't actually construction workers doing the protest it was other groups coming in oh yeah and, and they would say like extremist or something yeah. right this is how they label you yeah know? it was it, it, construction workers aren't actually upset you know like don't don't worry about these protests it wasn't them it's like well, it's amazing they can twist absolutely anything i mean haven't people watched tv <laughs> absolutely yeah and also i don't know if you heard about the the trucker strike in australia no. A whole bunch of truckers. Oh, food. Food. Yeah. Right? A whole bunch of truckers are being, uh, I believe, the New South Wales-Queensland border, uh, crossing, you know, a provincial state border, mm-hmm. were being required to be vaccinated. Show your proof of vaccination, right? You're not leaving the country or anything. You're going to a different different uh, province or state. They call them states there. So, a lot of truckers were just like, you know what? We're not doing it. You know, we've heard you can get blood clots. We sit in a chair all day and drive a truck. Bad idea. Yeah. And we don't get enough exercise. We're not doing this. Um, and we shouldn't be forced to. So a lot mm-hmm. of them just parked their trucks. And there's, there's, you can get, see videos of lines of semi trucks just parked. And you're starting to see grocery stores with not very much fresh food. Right. Really, really bare looking shelves. And uh, the media, yeah, is trying to be quiet about all this. You can really only see it on certain outlets like Telegram, maybe Gab. 
places where it's not uh, taken down or flagged. Which will also be pointed as misinformation. You go to those yeah. sites, you're only going to get misinformation. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and even, uh, I'll get into that later, but uh, yeah, so there there are people that are standing up and just saying like, no. And they've they've reached a wall, but yeah, the media won't report that. They um, You can look on governmental traffic websites and it'll say like stalled vehicle. When oh, it's actually a bunch of semi-trucks that parked. just, the guy parked it and walked away, you know? So it's, uh, wow. yeah, they're really trying to, uh, yeah, slant the narrative like they always do. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And I don't know how people can't see that sometimes. Like, it's so obvious at moments. Okay. Um, I just listened to a video about one of the doctors, Dr. Hoff in Alberta here. Or, pff, Alberta here. I grew up in Alberta, too. Nice. <laughs> um, in BC that... And he was talking about blood clots and he was, he was tracking a bunch of like doing this test with a bunch of his, his, uh, patients after one week after they all took the vaccine, they're doing this test. And he was saying like, it's really interesting about the blood clot thing. Um, okay. So Action for Canada is a website with a ton of resources and mm-hmm. they've been around for over six years. What's her name? Tanya Tanya Gaw. Gaw, Tanya Gaw, right. Um, There's a bunch of videos on here, too. There is, yeah. You can watch um, them talk about their statement of claim. I watched that one recently with Rocco Galati, yeah, that that they filed. Right, I watched that, yeah. That was, okay, let's go for that. Let's talk about this lawsuit. Because when I see stuff like that, I talked to one of the lawyers from the JCCF also, Mm -hmm. and all the lawsuits they got going on in Canada... And then this one, I was like, that makes me go, there might be hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's talk about that lawsuit. Okay. Well, yeah, for, for yeah, a long period of time, it was fun. Well, like I said, from six years ago, uh, information was starting to get compiled. And it's, I think it's close to a 400-page document. Jeez. Yeah. So it's it's been in the works for years. So this isn't just like the last year or something. Um, I think it's intensified in the last mm-hmm. year, like a lot, but it's uh, basically got so much uh, proof and evidence that uh, what the government has been doing is illegal. It's even got the CBC in there, I believe, hmm. as a, a defendant. As a defendant? Sorry, as a... Like, um, like they're going after the CBC? Yeah. Okay. BC government, federal government, CBC. Okay. Like like they were giving misinformation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something yeah, like al- that. Almost like, yeah, the corporate controlled media. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's almost become like their, their, you know, propaganda stations, you know, what, what they focus on. And, you know, you even the rallies here, it's frustrating sometimes because they're like, oh, yeah, there's 100 people here today, like when they even talk about it. And there was like thousands mm-hmm. at some of these things. So a- every opportunity to you know push down what's really going right. on yeah but uh yeah the um the lawsuit so yeah it's been filed and i couldn't tell you the timeline and what what how long it's going to take um but it is encouraging that yeah we reached our financial goal submitted it and it's it's processing right so the financial goal was to actually make the lawsuit happen yeah Okay. Because think about this, you know, you're you're fighting the government on what they've done. And the government, you know, basically has, you know, unlimited money. Yeah. You're you're fighting someone that's using taxpayer money against you and you're a taxpayer. Yeah. So I think Trudeau has a number of a number of lawyers. Yeah, they're all 
all, you know, obviously you're going to have good lawyers if you're the leader of a country. And uh, so <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, you do require or, money. And brutal ones. You can expect that this is going to try to be stalled yeah. at every turn, you know, and more money thrown at it. But, uh, you know, we exist to expose um, the crimes that they're doing because mm-hmm. I believe they have committed crimes against the people of this country. I was just listening to one... Um, it was actually on Vaccine Choice Canada, but Rocco was on it. And I just started it before you got here. And he was talking about how just being forced to take a PCR test is a criminal yep. thing. And I was like, yep. what? I didn't know that. Yeah. And the Charter Rights and Freedoms and the Supreme Court of Canada has upheld that that is, uh, that is illegal. It violates your basic human rights, your charter rights. It It is completely illegal. So... When they they had that going on in airports where you had to land, get tested, and then get shipped off to a hotel, like that breaks, you know, so many rules and laws. Mm-hmm. And what most people didn't know is you could actually refuse the whole thing, take the fine, because there's police there ready to write you a fine, and most people are scared of a monetary fine, right? Yeah. So you could just take the fine, walk out, you know, don't wear a mask or anything, walk out of the airport and go home. And then uh, when your court case does come up, you've called the crown prosecutor. You say, you know, this will be a charter issue because this ticket violates my basic human rights. And uh, lawyers have said on some of our um, streams we've been having as an organization that that mm-hmm. uh, they will just drop it. Really? They do not want to get into a charter issue in a court to make you pay a fine. They're of just like, going to... Th- three grand or something? Yeah, they're just going <laughs> to throw it out. But no one knows that and no one does it because well, they're yeah, intimidated. Most people don't know that. Like, why haven't you heard that on the news? Yeah. Right? Yeah. There, nobody wants anyone to know about that. So instead, they'll put up these little plexiglass barriers for to funnel people, you know, around an airport when you could just walk right out, take a ticket, don't pay it because it's unconstitutional, and go home and go about your business. Right? It's completely nuts. Like, even, like the test is illegal. Forcing people to vaccinate is illegal. Those quarantine hotels were illegal. I had a buddy that stayed in one. He said, you know, if I didn't have COVID before, I, I, I would definitely have it now because I met so many people going to the hotel, in the hotel. It's like kind of almost like a big party, like just absolutely ridiculous. And he had to pay like two grand for it. So That's insane. Well, I mean, talk about money grabs. <laughs> no, yeah, no kidding. And just to, the, the destruction they've done to the yeah. tourism industry. Oh, yeah, it's, it's brutal. It's it's almost it's very hard to comprehend all the layers of this, um, and they move things so quickly that you'll be fighting one front mm-hmm. in a sense, and then all of a sudden you got to turn around and fight something else, and you didn't even finish with the other one, and and that's why how they keep people off balance, um, because they'll be starting to learn something about one thing and be like, wait, what, what, and then it's like, what over here, what over here. And then you just lost all the time. So you just, oh, fuck it. I'll watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah. You just, people get, uh, they get demoralized. You get jaded. You start yeah. to get, you know, blackpilled. You think, you think, you think you can't have an impact and that it's going to march along whatever way it's going anyways. Uh, but that's what they want. They want, mm-hmm. you know, out of shape, unhealthy people to march like with a, with a, you know, very unclear mind to yeah. march along and do whatever they're told to do. Which is funny because if it was a health crisis we were in, you'd think you'd want people to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Unbelievable. Yeah. What what doctor has, you know, on corporate control media has come out and said, 
you know, just uh, start getting exercise, eat healthy, yeah. take your vitamins, take this, take that. Yeah. Um, you just haven't heard that anywhere except, you know, offbeat social media in in my experience. And if it is out there, it uh, doesn't last very long as soon as it gets some notoriety. Right. So. It's pretty wild. Okay. So back to the lawsuit. So it's this massive lawsuit and it's been mm-hmm. filed now because... Um, because you guys got funding mm-hmm. and so that was just recently eh? because it was pretty recent and you would think you know why wouldn't you file it sooner because yeah. this started happening you know a while ago yeah. and i kind of thought that too but um they were just collecting more and more incriminating evidence and uh they kind of waited until they thought they had you know just a very clear-cut thing to uh put together and submit yeah when i watched the video it sounded like rocco was saying Kind of like, I could just grab some stuff and go in and mm-hmm. it might get thrown out. But he's like, I want to go in and I want to win. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, he, he wanted to, in it to win it. get as much stuff. And yeah, he pointed to some papers or something on the counter and it was just stacks and stacks of, I think they were all like uh, witness accounts or like, like references or something from doctors and things like that. Yeah, tons. It's pretty wild. Um so that's happening in Canada. Is that, you said it was the CBC and it was going against, is that the federal, against the federal and provincial? Yeah, or it's submitted like, against the Canadian federal government, the British Columbia government, and the CBC. Wow. And those, I think those are just some of the the people that are getting uh, this filed against. Oh, really? So I think wow. there's more, yeah. It's going to be pretty wild to see what the next, I, I mean, I when I talk to people, I'm like, Three months ago, we were like, oh, things are getting better. And, oh, they pulled things. Okay, life back to normal. And now this? Mm-hmm. Like, what's December going to look like? Yeah. What's next fall or spring going to look like? Like, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, no one really knows. And I just, I just want to point out, like, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people think, you know, what's, what's some paper going to do? Throwing paper at the government and getting yeah. them, you know, suing them. What's that going to do? Well... Suing people might be the only way out of this. You know, if you start to sue the people that are wronging wronging you, if you start to sue doctors that are on board with this thing when they know they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. you start to sue nurses that are giving out vaccines they know are harmful or could be, right? Coercion. Mm-hmm. Everyone's doing that. So if you start to sue everyone that is is letting this happen, if you sue business owners that were violating human rights, even though they were told to, but they still did it. Right. Right. We need to like basically sue everyone. And that's, you know, an avenue and a way we can win. It's like our version of giving a fine. Yeah. Cause all this, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You give a fine back because people just can't be allowed to get away with this or things are going to get really, really ugly. Right. People yeah. have to be checked and, and even police, even, you know, there's a lot of great police, but if they're violating your basic human rights, yeah. don't you think it's uh, your right to be able to sue them? Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, there's going to be, it's going to, the system could be overloaded with, with lawsuits. And I think in some ways it kind of already is. Right. Like they, I think they're backlogged like crazy also because of the shutdowns and stuff. But um, yeah, I think it's a legitimate avenue to pursue um, with well, it's, fighting this. It's, it's a hopeful one for me because that takes, to me, that takes that power out of that phrase. Like, oh, people against us are all fringe, Right takes that power out it's like no these are lawyers like <laughs> yeah lawyers are getting on board <laughs> yeah and not and not one or two like there's a few i think um so that's kind of exciting so what else does action for canada do 
or how can people get involved? Like if you're not like, like I said, I was sitting at that protest and I was like, I want to go there cause I want to be encouraged and I want to be a body, I guess, but I'm not one to stand up and shout and scream and stuff like that. Yeah. And, I, and I kind of realized that by going to these, <laughs> cause I was like, Oh, I'm the one who sits at the back and watches this, but I'm a person here. So what, and, and you, it's, it's one thing to say like, Oh, everyone needs to do this. We should do this. But people are how they are. Right. And then you've got the people who, who have that temperament, who will do that. And then you have people who are, and especially a lot of the younger people who are anxious, mm-hmm. you know, this, yeah. this massive anxious now, now that's a pandemic talk about that <laughs> but people being so anxious about in crowds and around people and stuff like so if they can't do that if they can't fight it that way what what would you yeah, advice be for that yeah well the the protests or rallies you know because yeah. that sounds better yeah um, it's, it's great <laughs> at bringing people together and you know you can meet like-minded people in person you know it really is the best way to do it especially if we all get centered one day um, That's a good point. So it it is good to get out there, and you know a lot of people just need to leave the house, like myself included. You know, we get uh, way too cooped up, especially when you know, so much stuff is closed and all that. But um, yeah, you know, how else can people get involved? Well, you know, you can sign up on our website. Um, I think it pops up with a volunteer um, pop up as soon as you're on there on the homepage here. Yeah, and uh, you can sign up. You can start getting our newsletter. You can join in on uh, weekly streams that we have with uh, certain professionals, like uh, yeah, lawyers, doctors. Oh, okay. Yeah, people that are against this, you know, giving information. Right. Um, well, like passing it out physically? Um, no, 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 no. Like like, uh, like Zoom calls. Live, oh, okay. Live streams. So you oh, can okay. join in on this call and just listen to this person uh, okay. talk about what they're doing and what they think's going on. Um. Yeah, you can join. Uh, we got a group called the Super Spreaders. So there's <laughs> uh, Facebook is a pretty big group, and um, where else? We got a Telegram group as well. But uh, yeah, people like spreading the word, spreading information. Um, it's yeah, it's not spreading the disease or anything, right? But it's a funny <laughs> name. So just getting people involved to talk to other people, and um, you know, we hand out. Have you heard of Druthers News? No. Oh yeah, so it's a fast-growing independent newspaper, um, and uh, we we pass out as well to get people informed. Um, beyond the, yeah, there's, so you can join up with spreading social media. Um, I believe there's some groups that get together kind of as think tanks to, to discuss what to do at a community level. Okay. You know, I'm, I don't know about organizing flash mobs and stuff like that. Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, finding businesses that, uh, won't discriminate. We've, yeah, we've got whole, that's... uh, groups for businesses that say, Hey, you know what? You don't want to wear a mask because you're medically exempt. Come on in. Yeah. You know, you don't want to show your vax pass because that's unconstitutional. Come on in. We yeah. we won't uh, we won't nail you for that. So now there's there's all kinds of lists of businesses uh, that uh, do want to help out this this community and this movement mm-hmm. um, to get back what we used to have. You know, not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> it's nuts, right? So yeah, there's there's multiple levels you can help out. You can uh, you can help out by going to the grocery store and not wearing a mask. And if anyone asks you anything, you can claim your exercise your constitutional rights yeah. and tell them you're exempt. Yeah. For 
any of the reasons you can legally be exempt for. You know what the the funny thing is? Um, I've 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 got I'm in a, like a I don't know not a catch twenty two, but I can see both sides of of that in the sense that I don't think it should be a big deal if you go in and you don't wear one. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's probably basically because of my whole beliefs on all this stuff with what I've learned. But um, I do work in retail. Mm. And and as that person, I'm also like, come on, just five minutes. Like, just I'm not the one making this rule. Can you just make my life easier for right. five minutes, right? So I picture going into, and you go to grocery stores, and half of them are like kids. And you're just like, they're not getting paid to deal with this. Yeah. So... It's it's a weird thing that they've done by making the not bottom, but like the people just trying to get by who have been working with the public throughout all of this for what? And they're the ones who have to police it. Yeah, it's like a little frontline Gestapo that's that's keeping everyone in line. Yeah. And they're just like, man, I just want to make my so much an hour and go home so that I can pay my rent, you know? So I feel bad for them. So I kind of don't want to do that for them. I wish I could like walk through the legislature and make that fuss. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like that's where it needs to be. True. But I would also argue that, you know, in your everyday life, you know, you, you, in a way you vote with your wallet with what you buy, Mm -hmm. right? You can buy Canadian stuff or you can buy stuff from uh, China. True, right, right. And uh, so you vote there with keeping money in your country or not. Uh, why can't you vote with your everyday decisions? It's a good point. You know, so uh, like it's it's hilarious, both hilarious and annoying that, you know, you can walk into a Starbucks without a mask and order, you know, a cappuccino or whatever you get, frappuccino. And uh, most Starbucks, I think, would not serve you, like no matter what, you know, just, just those kind of people, right? They take it upon themselves to be the frontline police, even though they're a barista, and they demand that you wear this thing on your face to get your coffee, even though you're not sick and uh, you've never been sick in the last two years, mm. right? So it, it's it's hilarious that that you have to play along to get your cup of coffee that you're just jonesing for, right? To get your day started. <laughs> and how frustrating and annoying that is if, you know, even if you forgot your mask and you don't mind wearing it, we can't find one, right? Yeah. I, I know people have picked what, a dirty one off the street so they could go buy something, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're right. There's it's it's turned the population against each other. Yeah. In a really, you know, unhealthy way. Not because it's a healthy way. It's because those baristas are just trying to do their job. They're just like, I don't know, man, I'm told to do this, right? They are, they are, but and that's and it, they are taking it too far. Um yeah, because requiring someone to do anything with their medical health to get a product is discrimination, yeah. right? So that's violating your charter rights, right? Just buy, trying to buy that cup of coffee. You just got violated, right? And that's illegal. And they could get a massive fine for that. You can uh, make complaints to the Human uh, Rights Commission of Canada. And uh, if you do have a legitimate doctor's note for your medical exemption, they will look at that file and the business can get fined. Wow. Yeah, up to, geez, I can't remember the dollar figure, but it's like over 20 grand per per violation, right? So if someone's running, chasing around at a grocery store, yelling at you for not wearing a mask, like it says... Proof should not be required mm. um, with an exemption. So, 
Hmm. Yeah. So it's like your everyday decisions. You know, some people look at us and think we're annoying because we're, we're trying to get our freedom back. But it, and it makes people uncomfortable and it makes people stressed out. And they don't even really know why. But like hiding behind that mask, you're not making the world a better place. But that said, I do understand people for, for work and stuff are kind of being required to do it. However, it's like if you play along, more people play along and you keep playing along until what, right? Where's the line? Mm-hmm. And for me, yeah, the mask was not the line in the sand, you know, I had to wear it sometimes for my job. Mm-hmm. I had to, I wore it sometimes just because I didn't want to get yelled at, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. You just want to go out and buy something and be left alone. Um, but, you know, the vaccine is a line in the sand that I won't cross. That's, that's where, that's for me too. That's where I was like, okay, enough's enough. Yeah. And it's, well, it was, it, it was the passport for me because it was like people yammering about the vaccine. I was like, whatever. Like you do what you want. I'm going to do what I want. Like just, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> but then the passport thing, I'm like, whoa, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and it's not even about like, am I getting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine? It's like, you don't, before I'd be like, I'd say if I was or wasn't. And now I'm like, you don't even get to know. Like, it's not your choice to know. Mm-hmm. It's not your right to know. And there were some people, like, was, was I wasn't one of them, but there were some people that as soon as they started talking about a vaccine for this virus, right, uh, mm-hmm. some people immediately were like, they're going to try to do a vaccine passport. Like, this is mm-hmm. this is about more than the vaccine. This is about a global digital ID system, yeah. and this is how we march it in, right? Well, I heard talk about it about in the UK or something, and then I was like, man, I hope they don't do that, like, Thank God that wouldn't happen here. Yeah. I recently saw on the news, I think, that the UK decided not to do it. And they were having massive protests, right? Yeah. I would say they're a lot more of a, more packed together in the in the UK. Right. And so, this is, mm. there was, I think there was marches of almost a million people. Like, it was getting like France level of protesting in the UK. Right. And so, for now, it looks like they've they've decided it's not a unnecessary or not a good idea however they want to frame it right but uh, you got to wonder you know if if it was an idea before and they were trying to push it will they wait until people get complacent again and then push it again you know probably will will it ever stop you know well i feel like they'll let other countries get a hold on it and then they'll be like well look they're doing it it's fine yeah look how great it's working right (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's Uh, it's 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 funny we giggle but it's actually terrifying times it is it's yeah and with the election you know it's like it's uh more the same it's yeah what we're headed for exactly so so you're not a crazy person you're not a fringe you're not a, i like to think not but you're, you're not a, <laughs> a a druggie that's that's seeing like i don't know little little animals running around your head and stuff no, and, I'm, not, I'm not chasing the dragon no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so that's what I think a lot of the f- people think with like the fringe. Like it's like if it's not on the mainstream, you're misinformation and you're fringe. And I think we just got to challenge that. And I think that going to your guys' website is is a great way to do it. There there is actually so much information out there, and I think that people just need to learn how to. Like, I don't think people should stop listening to the mainstream media and the government because we need to know what they're saying and then go look at other stuff and then see the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Cause that's when you kind of take, I think it's in the Bible even it's like, like test everything retain what's good. I think that's mm-hmm. in there somewhere. And 
it's like, that's what we need to do. We need to learn how to separate the good from the bad and be like, this doesn't add up. This doesn't add up. This is right. This is wrong. And not that everything that's not mainstream is right either. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't think there's little robots in the vaccine yet. I think they're working on it. Not yet. <laughs> I think they're working on it. <laughs> Elon would be in the press way more, but, <laughs> oh, but yeah, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. You know, when most of the information is controlled by, you know, if you could call it the government or the corporations or whatever mm -hmm. entity kind of controls, you know, most of it and can censor anything. Like, I believe they have censorship controls to, you know, make sure a story never sees the light of day, mm -hmm. just about, right? So, when you control everything, it's um, hard enough for a lot of people to get around that uh, most people just stop trying and they kind of settle on something or they kind of just give up and assume that's that's the only, you know, real the only story to it. Yeah, and it's it's hard to get people out of that. It is, you know, you want to shake them and uh, wake up. Yeah, <laughs> you're going off a cliff. Like you might want to turn. Um, but I find almost the only way is to start just asking people questions. You know, a slowly more difficult set of questions to kind of lead them on their own in a circle to be like, oh, you know, maybe this doesn't make sense. Hmm. And uh, I have seen a few people close to me that all of it heard something one day on the news, and they're just like, what? That doesn't mm. even make sense to me. And all of a sudden, they're more and more skeptical. And it's great for me because I'm like, oh, we got another one. We got another one. Right? <laughs> but uh, I'm very careful not to go too too off the deep end because, yeah, people stop listening to you. Um, yeah. Even I think though, I, you know, I think I'm right about a lot. But, you know, I could be wrong about a lot, too. Yeah. But uh, there's some things where you're just like, isn't it obvious? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. The more I learn, the more I get riled up, the more I want to just like... But then when you're talking to someone, you're like, where do I start, first yeah. of all? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I find that if I uh, if I don't get any movement in or a good sleep or food, that's when I'm rambling trying to convince someone. Yeah, <laughs> instead that's of just when you start like, to spiral. Yeah, instead of stepping back and being like, okay, well, and have a conversation, right? Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like, just check this out. Just check this out. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. And we saw that kind of tactic, like the rage bait with with Trump, right? Yeah. For years, right? Just the rage bait. Every yeah. morning, you'd, someone would see an article, they'd be like, oh, look what he's up to again, right? Yeah. And it's just, there's so much rage bait in the in the news, you know? Yeah. I think the 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 lady, uh, Joelle, that I think she organized the rallies here, um, she said something. I talked to her for like 10 minutes and she said something about that. She's like, well, you can't change anyone's mind. You just have to talk to them and be open and answer their questions kind of thing. I can't remember how she put it. It was really good. Eh, listen to that one. <laughs> it was a couple ago. But uh, anyway, um, is there anything else you want to share? Oh, well, I'd like to share, like, I think people should start, you know, migrating off of uh, certain platforms, you know, like I was, I was mm. kind of surprised Facebook's still, still going. I thought it was a dying platform, but there's still so many people on there. I, I think mean, it got re-merged with all this. Maybe, maybe. Like it. But yeah, I would encourage people to look at other avenues of social media, you know, like Telegram, Gab. Okay. I've, I actually have Telegram. I don't really get it though. Oh yeah, like it's kind of down of a odd. Like I, I, I got it for I got it for uh, 
a job site thing or something like mm-hmm. to see unvaxxed job site or something. I can't remember what it was, but I, it, yeah. What is Telegram? So yeah, it's the fastest growing social media app in the world. Um, hmm. And uh, it allows you to follow people, you know, kind of like on Twitter, it allows you to create groups, uh, join groups, direct message chats. Um, for me, it's replaced WhatsApp basically never use that either yeah <laughs> or there's signals a good messaging app too but uh yeah it's uh stuff can be censored on there and that's the difficult the tricky part so on telegram yeah in the okay. apple and apple store and the google play store if you download apps from there they can censor parts things in those apps because you downloaded it from there oh. it gives them some kind of permissions it's crazy so you actually huh. have to go to the telegram website download it there onto your phone or computer, and then you're good. Okay, but, that's really good to know. Yeah, if you want really the really nitty gritty uncensored stuff, yeah, that's how you do it. Um, <laughs> is there extreme content? Yeah, sometimes you know, but uh, there's some great stuff on there. Great people, and a lot of the people that have, keep getting censored and deleted have a narrowing uh, amount of places to go. Right? Like, I don't know if you know Nick Fuentes. Nope, uh, an American guy with the America First movement. And he got, you know, half a million dollars in his bank account, completely frozen and seized. And he's on a no-fly list. He's uh, 23 years old, maybe 24 now, uh, never committed a crime. And is just uh, pro this America First movement where he thinks they should focus on their country first. Bef- that's basically in the name before yeah. anything else. So he's just uh, has so a little... He's, he's Trump. He has a talk show. Yeah. And he's been labeled an ex- a far right extremist, right? So people like that just, are, have less and less places to go. They've been banned from everywhere. And uh, so Telegram is still a place to, to go and Gab, right? Gab is um, run by Andrew Torba, another Christian. And uh, yeah, he will not be censored. They started canceling uh, bank accounts for Gab. Banks were rejecting them, wouldn't cash their checks. Really? Yeah, running into huge problems because they would not be censored. And there's still, there's, it's an ongoing fight, right? So weird. But, we're going to be back to sending like letters yeah, in the mail. by pigeon or something. But then they're going to start looking through each letter before they send it. Like, yeah. <laughs> didn't that happen once in history? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, redacted. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I would just encourage people like, look at some other platforms and look who's on there and look at how the... Um, the mindset is different on those platforms. It's like a whole, um, like joining Gab is like a group of people, like, you know, just like me, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and so you, you don't want to be in an echo chamber, but at the same time, you don't want to be in like a hostile place where you can't even speak your mind online. Yeah. And I think that's what's happened for me and a lot of people um, in on certain, certain social media platforms. So yeah, follow Action for Canada on social media, uh, sign up for our newsletter. Um, yeah, get it. Mm-hmm. But most of all, get informed and, uh, you know, don't be don't be pushed by, you know, illegal mandates that violate your human rights. Um, we've got to push back. So it's time to, you know, band together and be strong, be strong Canadians. Right, right. I remember I talked to uh, the Victoria guy for the PPC. I can't remember his name right now. But he he said something about that. He's like, Canadians were in the world wars or something. And he was like, they were actually really fierce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, because I'm like, we're so passive. And he's like, we need to be fierce again. And he's like, this isn't the time to go do your favorite hobby. This is like, you know, I, I wrote a little note to myself. I'm like, become a soldier. 
<laughs> like, like you better get get in shape and get ready well do but don't you know soldier but don't don't, don't join the military right no no, no yeah so it's gonna, like be ready to be a soldier but yeah 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 that's right but yeah world war um two there yeah canadians were legends yeah. when they're storming the beaches and like yeah. really good men went over there and uh hope we don't run into something like that soon but um yeah you know be ready be prepared and uh Try to get in good mental shape, physical shape. You know, we should all be doing that as a daily pursuit. And I'd be healthy. Yeah, yeah. Be strong and and men, <laughs> mental toughness too, right? Physical this, and mental health. This, uh, and yeah. it, it's also somewhat. I don't know how religious people are, but uh, it's somewhat of a spiritual war, right? If they can break your spirit, they can make you do anything. That's so, really good. Yeah. So you got to um, being with like-minded people really helps. Um, that's why sometimes it's good to go to rallies or find your community online or, right. but yeah, we're all, we're all craving lacking these in-person um, interactions more and more as we get more uh, into technology. So yeah, just um, getting out back to nature, that helps too, you know, just getting rid of that stress. And like you said, uh, exercise, all that stuff, yeah. you know, don't uh, make sure you treat yourself like someone you're trying to help. I think the JP said that, right? Make sure you treat yourself like someone yeah. you're trying to help. Yeah. Nice. I like it. That's Jordan Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still don't. <laughs> JP. You bet, you bet. <laughs> he said a lot of little quips like that that were just so, it's like, just damn, mm. you know. That's great. Well, uh, if you don't have anything else, do you got anything else? I think that's about we're it. We're good. All right. Well, thanks so much for uh, joining me and sharing what you're doing with Action for Canada. And hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully that lawsuit gets going and people join on Um for the email list and spend some time doing some research and hearing some different things. Yeah. Get informed, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Andrew. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Well, I hope you were encouraged, empowered, and maybe even feel a little less alone now after listening to Andrew. I find it very hopeful to hear about organizations like Action for Canada and what they're doing to defend our freedoms. And seeing all the great resources they have available to us uh, so that we can educate ourselves and also protect ourselves against some of the crazy stuff that's starting to come our way. So I hope you go to their website, join their mailing list, check out their resources, watch their videos and their live streams, and download any of those legal forms that uh, you might need to help stand up to all of this craziness in your own life. So with that said... I will leave you for now. Uh, just a quick reminder, if you'd like to support the podcast, just click on one of the links in the episode description or drop by the website at www.governthis.ca. Anything you can muster is extremely helpful and much appreciated. You can connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash govern this and on Twitter at we govern this. So if you liked what you heard and you think it's important, please share this with as many people as possible. Hopefully we can all become a little more aware and involved. So until next time, stay strong and stay curious.